Oh, we back. Uh, Today's episode went a lot longer than I was expecting. Today we talk about depression. I had been dealing with that or experiencing that probably is a better way of saying it for the better half of this year. And it, it was like spurts. It would come and go. And I really didn't know what it was. I just I didn't know why I was feeling what I was feeling. And uh, I started to like, OK, put it together. And as always, I'm very transparent and I love my podcast for this purpose to kind of share these because I haven't really talked to anybody about it. So, uh, yeah, that's what the bulk of the episode is. Uh, Marital Talk Monday will be back next Monday. And then next week, I plan to have uh, my two boys who are now in school, which is yay. Okay, (laughs) like eight hours out of the house. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, Enjoy the episode. Let me know what you think. And seriously, if you uh, have depression, if you have those thoughts, uh, talk to someone, find help, find things that can pull you out of it. And again, I'll I'll include some of that information in the uh, notes so that hopefully it can help somebody. If I help one person, if I make one person laugh, those are simple goals of mine with this platform. And uh, I I mean it. So uh, enjoy the episode. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10-9 Central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Uh, we back. How you doing? How you and you? How your mom and them doing? <laughs> I uh, let's start off here. Uh, it's back to school week, which is the most wonderful time of the year. Fuck Christmas. Let's <laughs> listen. If you work retail, I think we should redo back to school and have Santa Claus like out in the malls, a pair of retro Jordans, some skinny jeans. Uh, <laughs> and like that's what we should. When I worked retail, I I learned that back to school is one of the most financial uh, big times of the year. Uh, a lot of people think it's Thanksgiving because of Black Friday, but it's it's really just that one day. Uh, it's not even really that weekend. Um, I mean, things have changed. We got Cyber Monday and all that shit now, but uh, <laughs> it's really just Christmas, like the weeks that lead up to it. There is uh, tax season, so like February. You know, like that's people getting they they stimmies. Shout out to Minnesota where people getting their 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 the income tax and they go spend and buy shit that they they need because again between Christmas and and bills on that shit in January and trying to get back you know February boom and then there's back to school and I believe next week I will have my two boys because we uh, have a fifth grader now and a kindergartner. And uh, you'll hear from them. Uh, one of my best friends, Shanora, she has a podcast, Old Purpose. Check it out. It's streaming on, you know, Apple and, and Spotify. And she had her three wonderful children. And it's it's fun when I have the kids on. Obviously, it's a family-friendly episode. Uh, <laughs> not to say it it has to be. but uh, And then they'll tell you how their, you know, their, their first couple of days or their first week was in school. Um, my summer was, it was, it was a dope summer. I actually 
had had a lot of great shows that I love to tell you about, but that's not what this episode was about. Uh, this episode was about depression because I don't. Okay, so this is weird. I don't. I don't think I normally feel depression. Like it's it's almost uh, foreign to me, and. I'm not, you know, not to say everybody doesn't, he doesn't, you know, feel it, but I'm just, I just, I feel like I'm one of those people like, I'm just sad, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like I'm good, you know, I don't know what's wrong. Why am I good? <laughs> and the reason why I'm, I feel like I'm able to identify it more or less and now talk about it is because it was kind of a string of, of the, a similar feeling that I was having um, through, through a, a long stretch of this year. Not to say it was continuous, which I think is why I was having a hard time uh, kind of putting a, a name to it. And uh, that's 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 what we talk. That's what we're talking about. Uh, I don't think it should be a stigma in any facet. I would say I was very ignorant to the idea of like depression and suicide and suicidal thoughts. And um, I, I'm not going to say I'm I'm a lot more educated than I am uh, or than I was. Um, in some aspects, but definitely a lot more mature when approaching and talking about the subject. Uh, but really quickly, I will be in Mason City uh, Friday, and <laughs> this is uh, going to be an incredible show. But I just released uh, like a video about what the title of my third album is going to be. It's going to be called Thank You Detroit, which is going to be an album centered around gratitude. And I have all this material that I've been working on most of this year. And then I have some new stuff and I just kind of want to start working on that. So next time you see me on the show, I'm, I'm going to be working on and, uh, you know, one way or another material for my next album. And then Saturday I'll be at St. Cloud, Minnesota at uh, <laughs> Beaver Island Brewery Company uh, produced by Silly Beaver. I've been there twice before. I had good times. He keeps asking me to come back. So I'm like, of course. Uh, th th that's where I'm at. Uh, a, a young comic asked me recently. And when I say young, not like a, you know, age comic, but just someone a couple of years in some, some, some advice. And I said it jokingly, but I absolutely mean it. And I said, um, some great advice that you should have is you want to do uh, shitty shows for good pay or uh, you do great shows or fun shows, you know, people that you know, that kind of thing for shitty pay. Oh, but you never want to do shitty shows for shitty pay. And <laughs> that that is like the the goal. Like that's. If you can navigate through this business, that's what you want to do. Uh, unfortunately, I'm still in a position where I do shitty shows for shitty pay. Uh, I'll drive several hours. I don't get paid as much. And, you know, sometimes it goes very well. Like sometimes there's something that comes out of it, whether it's a networking opportunity or a future gig, future booking. You get to see some dope comics. And, you know, as I kind of book my own show or things of that nature, recommendations like it's it, Sometimes it's worth it, but then there's those times where I'm driving home like, should have stayed home, should have, should have watched uh, an episode of Suits. I've been watching Suits lately on Netflix, and I know why. Uh, I've, I've seen the show before, but this is my first rewatch, and obviously Netflix just picked it up, so it's you know one of their top shows, and it's a decent show. 
Uh, I was one of those. I watched it when it originally aired on USA, and you know, I was I was sort of in it, uh, kind of from the first season. And the, the show is not as great as I remember it to be. So I think that's that's the beauty of rewatch. You know, obviously you pick up things that you didn't uh, catch the first time around. But ultimately, you get to watch the show with no interruptions, commercial breaks, that kind of thing. Um, and then binging, for me, is is the best way to watch shows. I feel like I stay so grounded in the writing of the show. Because just think about it. You watch a show, and then you get like a couple of months off, and then you watch the next season, and then you get a couple of months off, and then you watch, and then it's like, hey, this person was from season one, episode seven. And you're like, I don't remember that. But... Anyway, I thought that advice was pretty dope. And I told this uh, young man when I was doing my first arena show in Lincoln, Nebraska, I did that during the summer. It turned out not being the show that we all were expecting. We, you know, it's it's arena. So, you know, it can seat up to like 4,000, but they had to adjust the, the arena and like curtain it off. So we ended up getting like 300, which sounds great, but it, it looks smaller when you put them. I mean, just imagine... If you are at a Starbucks and 300 people in there, you're like, this fucking packed. It's like, it's like the club. Who grabbed my titty? You know, <laughs> but, you know, you take 300 people, you put them in an arena. It, it looks like six people. So uh, that that still was a big, big, big deal for me. I went out to Arizona, did some shows there, had an opportunity to headline Tippy Improv, which was my sort of comedy mecca club that i when i first started doing comedy had an opportunity to perform there this particular location closed down like i think a week or two after my first time ever performing then it got picked up by another comedy club and they rebought it and rebranded it and reopened it and it was just really cool to um fly back for that show this was fun i got uh asked to perform at my 20 year high school reunion and and we didn't make it. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get around to telling you that story sometime. It was a fun it was a fun summer of shows. It wasn't tight like I like. And what I mean by that is it wasn't like booked out where I was working every single weekend. It feels like that. Uh I ended up doing like a birthday party which was incredible. Like it was just one of those like her husband and they're friends of mine, but her husband was like, "Hey, are you available this day?" to come tell jokes at in my backyard and it was one of those types of shows but it ended up being so fun and i say this a lot but people forget or people do not believe how little i get booked by people that i know in the sense of like friends and you know family and you know that kind of thing i'll perform somewhere and someone will have a business and be like hey i enjoyed you can you come perform so that happens a lot. Or then there's comics that I meet along on the road, so on and so forth. And then there's a lot of cold calling and, and things of that nature. But you'll be surprised how many people are like, hey, I'm going to hit up day for, uh, for a show. So I appreciate that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
part of the whole initiative of this year was to travel more, do more cities, do more states, and I've been doing that. And what I realized is I would I would drive four hours, six hours, eight hours, nine hours, and I'm just in the car by myself. And I'm listening to more podcasts uh, myself. So believe me when I say I appreciate you guys for listening. And I'm listening to music and playlists. And, you know, sometimes I'll turn the car off and just kind of have my thoughts. I feel like where I'm at in my career right now, and this might just be me just being hard on myself because, you know, we, we, all, we all know we are our, our own worst critic and that's not anything new. But sometimes I feel <laughs> when I have anything less than an A performance that I didn't do as well as I should have. And it really just comes from when you perform as well as I remember LeBron had like a subpar game. Uh, some years ago. And it wasn't like a terrible game, which is the funny part. Like he still put up points, had uh, decent rebounds, had decent assists, but they weren't his normal number. Like he wouldn't, instead of scoring like 30 points, I think he had like 14 or something. And, uh, you know, all the other categories he did, yeah, were, were just okay. But you take that stat, you give it to, you know, no-name NBA player number eight, seven, whatever, you know. And it's like, you had a really great game. Congratulations. And, and would you like an endorsement? But if LeBron does it, it's like, oh, he's he's falling off his game. He's not as good. What happened? Are you sick? You know, so on and so forth. And I always think about that when I don't have the dynamite show that I'm used to. And, and, and let me let me scale that back. Sometimes I have... Just a really good show. For me, if it's like a B, B plus, and it could have been an A, A minus, that's the conversation. Like, what was the what was the drop off? What was the variance? Then sometimes I'll have really good shows. Uh, if I could be honest with you, it's just me and you talking right now. Most of the time. <laughs> I have these really good shows. I have these A, A plus, A minus performances. And then I'll be driving home or I'll get back to the hotel. And then I just find myself lonely. You know, I can't wait to get back home to my kids and see my wife. And I think the biggest question this year for me in in confronting this depression is how much longer can I go with dealing with all of this? You know, it's like the comedy business. And if I can be, again, full disclosure, I'm, I don't know where I think I am. And I think maybe that's something that I have to really figure out by the end of this year. But what I mean by that is, like, I'm not raking in thousands of dollars. Uh, <laughs> I just, I had a show uh, not too long ago where I drove to uh, Cedar Rapids or Iowa City, uh, which is a three hour drive for me for 150 bucks, you know, luckily and got, you know, like I was able to sell merchandise and sort of make it a decent trip. And not to say 150 is like chump change, because sometimes that that's, that's a good deal, believe it or not. But I say that to say, like, financially, this is not the business. If you want to make money, like if you say, hey, day, I like to make a lot of money, should I do comedy? The answer is, Fuck no. <laughs> Excuse my language. 
Um, how long will it take before I make any decent money? A very long time. I've been doing it for 12 years. I wouldn't even consider myself making decent money. I make, um, you know, some shows pay really well, then some shows pay very shitty. And as I, I mentioned, you want to have a great balance of them. But sometimes it doesn't always, you know, work that way. So I, I just like, you know, dealing with, you know, and I, I live gig to gig. So like if I have, um, I had two weeks off where, again, I missed my high school reunion. And then the next weekend was my, uh, me and my wife's six year wedding anniversary. So I had two weeks off and like I was bleeding, you know, <laughs> it's like when I, when, when I'm in those positions, it's like, man, when, what, like, how do I get on top of this? I don't know. I, I, I be, I'll think about that. I'll be like, you know, when, when can I, Hey honey, I, I, I got the phone bill this, this month or, uh, Hey, let's, you know, back to school. Let let me get, you know, you buy, you buy one of the kids (laughs) clothes and I'll buy the other kids clothes and we'll see who, who's got the better outfits and, you know, (laughs) whatever it is. And, and that, that was really like affecting me mentally. You know, like what, not to say I'm not cut out for this, because I think the calling of doing comedy is a completely different conversation. I think my calling easily is is comedy and making people laugh. And, and we can go into that a lot further on a different episode. But what I mean is everything that comes along with it, you know, the highs and the lows and the I, you, you, this, ain't, this ain't for everybody, you know. My new phrase is, you got to love this to do this. And I think the only reason why I'm still in this is because I love it so much and so deeply. But eventually, I like to leave Lake Mills. And we like to get out of my in-law's house. And we like to do all of these goals that I think we just kind of shelved for a while. And with that, you need money. So it's one of those things of like, it's a game of sacrifice. What are you willing to sacrifice next? So, like, if you don't have kids, if you don't have any real financial responsibilities and all of that shit, like, it's, you know, you can you can really dedicate yourself. But again, the conversation is, you know, where are you at and where are you trying to go? Because it's 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 tough. So I, I'll be in the hotel. I'll be thinking about this again. These are after good shows. you know. And we're talking shows where women are throwing themselves at me. And I'm like, look, bitch, I love love for you to suck this balls. But, uh, you know, I got to get back and, you know, to my wife and kids and and have her not suck them. You know, what I'm saying? So, so it's it. And I was wondering, like, why? Why was that happening? And and I realized it's because I've I've been driving further and further from home. I've been working more and more, and that's the business. And if I want to continue this and grow and get better, I have to do that more and more. Especially when you live in a rural area and two hours from a major city, that kind of thing. So I don't know. I just I just thought it'd be a really cool like, hey, let let me just share this because I had a chance to see two of my best friends when I was back in Detroit, even though we never made it to Detroit, Detroit. And we sort of talked about that and I was sharing that and I was like, I don't know if I've talked to anyone about this. And I think that's when the absence of the podcast really hit me. Like that's, I, that's one of the reasons why I love having this platform. So, so I want to go ahead and define depression for everyone. Psychiatry is a mental condition characterized by feeling of severe dependency, uh, typically also 
with feelings of inadequacy, you know, guilt, um, often accompanied by a lack of energy and disturbance of appetite and sleep. And I was kind of feeling that. Uh, <laughs> uh, it can be like a long, severe recession in an economy or market where that can be like, oh, this is the Great Depression. You know, I'm sad about it. Uh, <laughs> the action of, of lowering something or pressuring something down. And uh, I don't know. I, I just, I, I was just like in a, in a sunken place, you know, I, I was just in this and I, I don't, I don't know. I don't have the answers. Uh, I just wanted to kind of share because I love transparency and I do it a lot when I'm on stage. I just want to kind of share that even though this year has been going great because I've been spending so much time by myself and with my thoughts and just climbing this 12 year plus, you know, mountain and, and the journey has so many highs and lows where I, I just, I just felt like, wow, I, I'm, I'm depressed right now. And don't take for granted your happiness. I used to have a, a, a phrase I used to say, hap- happiness is temporary, which it very much is. Like some people, so many people get kind of wrapped up in happiness. You know, I just want to be happy. If you can, if you can make peace with happy, you won't be happy every second of every day of every minute. Okay. But if you can find ways to push you back to it, you know, uh, I think you can navigate through life a lot better. So again, if you are feeling that way, or if you have been feeling that way for a long time, please get help. There's so many different tools. I'll probably tag something in the comments and just, you know, I'm, I'm doing a lot better and I'm not saying I'm, you know, cured, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying I, I have been feeling that uh, a lot throughout this year. Uh, I made a post about, you know, thoughts of quitting. Again, I guess maybe I I, I kind of left it vague because I didn't want to go into it. It was just a, a thought. And sometimes I just need to put things out. Like sometimes it's a joke I'm working on. I just got to say it on stage to just figure out if it works or if it doesn't work. Sometimes I have an emotion or feeling or I, I, I tweet something, whatever it is. I I work best by putting things out in the world. But that's how I sort of arm myself with the abilities to to deal. So, uh, yeah, I, I put something out. I, I wasn't talking about, like, really quitting comedy. It was just really, like, coming to terms with how long can I put up with this and not turn the corner or break into that next tier. I think that's really just frustration. Another comic kind of pointed it out to me. It was like, I've, I've gone through the same thing, and that just sounds like frustration where you 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 put so much of yourself in this in in uh you know just a small example would be like making little money but then taking your little money to buy merchandise so that you can then turn around and sell and try and make a profit but if you don't make a profit you're you're losing money on selling shirts that you <laughs> you're trying to make a living off it's <sighs> Man, this 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 is take it like takes a toll, you know. I'm I'm 38. I haven't had a a W two in in like six years. I don't have you know health benefits. <laughs> you know this is this this you gotta let us to do this. But coming home makes me feel a lot better. And then obviously hitting the stage and performing and making strangers laugh and connecting to them, um, kind of brings me out of that as well. So 
yeah, again, whatever that is, I hope you can find things to to pull you out of it if you're going through it. And if you haven't, um, you know, and you may potentially, uh, I think having tools or, or resources can go a long way. So, uh, hey, that's the episode. Sorry to go as long as I did. Just wanted to kind of share that with you because it's been on my spirit for the last couple of weeks. And I thought my first episode back should be about that. So uh, y'all be good. Uh, Marital Talk Monday, we'll be back with my wife. We'll chat to you about our six-year uh, anniversary, wedding anniversary because I've been married for six years now, which, uh, you know, sounds sounds like prison. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like a virtual prison, if I could be honest with you. <laughs> I'm joking. No, we're, we're doing very well. And uh, again, I have my kids on uh, next Thursday. We'll we'll, we'll talk about them being uh, in school. So y'all be good. Take care. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to y'all real soon. Peace.